Hi everyone, I'm Hope Lehman. I'm Camila Richardson. And I'm Marisol Catchings, and welcome to Just Be, a podcast by and for Black women entrepreneurs. Let's get it cracking. is our podcast going to be about Camila well let's start at the beginning um once upon a time (laughs) Hope and I met actually at a pretty terrible uh vending market at a startup tech company in San Francisco where we were making absolutely no money yeah it was it was pretty rough um and then we kept seeing each other. I just couldn't get rid of Camila after that first date, bruh. She's following me around. I see you. <laughs> and we also saw a lot of, lot of other fresh black women entrepreneurs. And shout out to our friend from Elizabeth and Pearls. Get her. We'll have her on the mic soon. But um, she brought us all together to build a collective of black women creative entrepreneurs um, because we've noticed there's been a lot of rough things happening in our community. Um, and we all have this skill set, so it's like, what are we going to do? Um, and one of the things we decided to do was this podcast, um, and we are about to hit hella topics, y'all, and we're super, super excited. What are, what's some topics you want to talk about, Camila? So it's only right that we talk about race and business. Um, how to get that money. How to get inspired and stay inspired what to do about the haters because you're going to have a lot of haters what? when they're like, you're going to do what? Where? <laughs> How to find your congratulators and you might be surprised at who they are actually sometimes. Yeah, Camila calls that your tribe. Yeah. I really love that. Oh, we're going to talk about CP time, Camila. Okay, I have my very first confession to make oh, here already. on the Just Be podcast. I have CP time. (laughs) I have it. It's a condition. It's a condition, and I have it. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to spend a whole episode on Camila's CP time. (laughs) And we're going to invite some guests. Yes. Well, we're located in Oakland, um, California, and so we can't help but to talk about gentrification and how that affects the black woman entrepreneur. Um, we're also going to talk about the craft fair hustle, um, which is related to entrepreneurship or uh, g- entrepreneurship and gentrification. Yeah, and then we're also going to be interviewing and meeting an, all these other great, fabulous women of color entrepreneurs here on this show. All right, you guys, so listen up. Here is the good news. Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in the U.S. They own 1.5 million businesses between them, up to three, up 322% since 1997. Their companies generate $44 billion a year. I love that statistic. It like gives me chills. It makes me feel good and very motivated. Yeah, and I'm going to need um, at least $1 million of that $44 billion. 
Oh yeah, we're definitely out here to get ours with this podcast. <laughs> we're not gonna front on that. <laughs> um, so it's like, okay, why are so many black women um, jumping the ship to start their own thing, be their own bosses? Um, I'm sure we're gonna definitely talk about that. So according to Mar- uh, Margot Dorfman, CEO of the U.S. Women's Chamber of Commerce, she says that we attribute the growth in women-owned firms to the lack of fair pay, fair promotion, and family-friendly policies found in corporate America, and that women of color, when you look at the statistics, are impacted more significantly by all the negative factors that women face, which we know through our lived experience. Yeah, so according to the report, Lifting As We Climb, Women of Color, Wealth in America's Future, single black and Latina women have a median wealth of 100 to $120, respectively. The median for a single single white woman is $41,500. Yeah, and as if that's not hard enough to... Here, um, we nearly uh, nearly half of all Black and Latina women have zero or negative wealth, and these are statistics that really keep me up at night because one, that's my reality: college loans, um, and yeah, we're we need to get into this. Um, Camila, how do you think these statistics relate to your journey? Well, these my journey is I used to bounce around from job to job. Um, I went. I would be driving to work one day and then on my way driving to work, I would make the decision like, I don't wanna work here anymore. And I would literally like turn the car around and go back home. And I did that um, with a few jobs. And so time after time, I actually thought something was wrong with me. I was like, why am I not finding you know, a company that I'm passionate about. Why do I, you know, get these jobs and then after so long I lose interest and I leave. Um, And I thought something was actually wrong with me that I couldn't keep a job. Um, And then, you know, as a lot of black people are trained and especially women of color, it's like you get educated, you get a good job and then you move up the work ladder and go from there. And something about that for me and, you know, in my spirit and who I am just did not feel right. Um, It just wasn't settling Mm -hmm. with who I was. And then kind of the, what lit my fire was, I was working for um, a gentleman and, um, I was working for him for about three or f- three, almost four years, and he kept telling me, oh, I wanna give this business to you when I retire. This is something that uh, you can take over and run and go from there. And when that time came and he did end up retiring, he gave his business to another white man and kind of just left me out there. So that was really the flame that kind of lit my fire for my entrepreneur start how did that make you feel that sounds like ridiculous it it was scary but it also made me feel good to start at the same time like I was terrified and like the happiest I've ever been at my at the same time it's a weird combination but it's kind of true yeah oh and I meant ridiculous that 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 the the white cat didn't give you the business <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah well that's his bad now 
Word. You lost her. <laughs> we won her. Um, are you surprised at all by these statistics? Um, I'm not surprised, but it is shocking to hear and to read. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it. I'm not surprised by them, but it does make me feel a type of way to hear them out loud it's and to actually yes and to actually read them it makes me feel actually kind of motivated to continue doing the work that we're doing awesome you think you would go back to a full-time gig ever again um i never say never anything is possible um but at the moment i don't have any plans to i ain't never going back no i'm just kidding i actually work right now <laughs> <laughs> the dream the dream <laughs> we'll get to it you'll get there but that's real though keep it real let people know that like we're not starting from the top here like we are taking this journey with you yeah no we we just gonna be real y'all yeah. um well thank you so much Camila, for sharing your experience um it says a lot about um it really speaks to the statistics and the experiences of black women. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then I'll share my, my journey. Hope, what brought you to your entrepreneurial journey? All right, well, I was born a light-skinned baby. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even keep it a straight face. All right, we're not even going to go there. Um, so I really, my journey began after college. I did AmeriCorps. Shout out to AmeriCorps slash they don't pay you. Um, and then I did, um, and then I got my first salary full-time position working in a nonprofit in San Francisco. I got to run a youth leadership program, um, a youth employment program where young people got paid um, San Francisco minimum wage, which is really nice. I got six seventy-five, thank you. Um, but I realized while I was doing that work that two things. One, I'm a social justice activist, feminist studies major. So I brought a lot of social justice elements to the job, and I was getting a lot of pushback. Um, I saw the work as social justice. When you're working, for, in my opinion, when you work with black and brown babies, our babies, is social justice work, whether you want to call it that or not. Um, and so that was really frustrating and exhausting, feeling like I'm the only one. Uh, I'm super crazy for bringing stuff that's not really that crazy. Um, and then... Uh, the second thing I noticed is that I was preparing my young folks for a future that I felt like didn't really exist in the same way. So, like, you know, I'm helping them um, make a little money, get into college, and then after college they're going to get a full-time job, hopefully, like I did, right? But then I'm not making barely no money to survive in the Bay Area working for them, and I don't feel comfortable telling them to take my pathway, my journey. Um, and so I realized that, that we got to get to the root of the matter, right? The root of economic inequality, the root of um, of patriarchy and white supremacy. You know, no small task, just a tiny little thing. Um, but I felt like I started selling my art at First Fridays in Oakland, whoop, whoop, and 
I really got embraced as an artist and I got to call myself that for the first time. And I got to put in my little mission, the phrase social justice. And I just felt so, 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 so empowered because it was mine and I could be my entire self. That's awesome. So if you could go back to teaching those youth, um, what would you teach them about entrepreneurship now? Um, I would, I mean, I do have, I love, I have a passion for teaching youth development, um, but I'm on this entrepreneurship journey. I'm going to be transparent because they don't pay youth workers enough, which is just breaks my heart. I could go on a long diatribe about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't have time for that next, next episode. Um, but one of my passions is definitely inspiring folks to be entrepreneurs. You should hear me talk to all my friends and family. I'm like, that could be a business. Did you know you could make money off of that? Um, <laughs> you know, um, we need black people doing that. Black people would pay. Um, so I think I would just, I just would inspire folks to be honest about the current state of affairs um, and that we can't, like real wages have dropped. Like working this nine to five hustle is not covering the bills or if even if it is, it's not building wealth so I could, so I, uh, my next generation can thrive, my future children, um, and that's just not good enough. So if I know I'm gonna burn myself out doing something that's probably not gonna meet what I need anyways, why don't I do what I wanna do? And let's yeah. make it really powerful. Yeah. And how do you plan to show or use social justice um, in Fresh to Death? Oh yeah, so, the way so my pieces are um like vibrant kente cloth uh, laser cut wood pieces that have either political phrases on them like black lives matter viva la mujer um in english that's um long live the woman um and i or they just feature like cultural like really african black super super black and brown um, features because I want women of color to feel super empowered, um, especially in these work environments where we're made to feel crazy, right? I want them to bust in that meeting with their big earrings and people know exactly what they about. <laughs> they ain't no conversation. <laughs> Just read my earring. <laughs> I love that, that's awesome. So I have a question for you, Camila. What Yes, this journey, we know this journey is hard. It's not easy. We're yeah. not. We, I mean, I think this podcast definitely like it might romanticize most of it. No, I'm just teasing. I'm not. <laughs> gonna, it's just great to have your time and be able to work for yourself. Um, but it's hard. Yeah. Um, what is one piece of advice that you could share about your journey? You know, up until now. Um, the piece of advice that I would like to share about my journey or just kind of inspire someone else to do is to just start just start exactly where you are mm -hmm. don't wait a minute longer don't wait for something else to fall into place don't wait for a change to happen in something start start right now start exactly where you are and just go from there and I think that sometimes starting is actually the hardest part and once you get started you'll see that you're on the right path and you're doing it what about you um i think for me i think it's like you're allowed to claim entrepreneur 
for yes. yourself and you're allowed to claim artist for yourself um like we need to claim that like yeah it's terrifying even if you're even if you're not ready maybe to sell a product yet or or start your business just car- start calling yourself that title just test it on <laughs> i remember the first time i think i tested it on i was like i'm an entrepreneur right <laughs> For a long time, I was telling people I was self-employed because I would not accept the title entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. And then finally, one day, I just woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not self-employed. I am self-employed, but I'm also an entrepreneur. So, yeah, I think you're right on target with that for sure. Yeah. Well, we are going to segue into another segment, our favorite segment. You want to break it down for them? Oh, my God. This segment will be my favorite part of the podcast for sure. And I'm so excited about it because I just love it so much. So <laughs> this part of the podcast is called Tell Me Why. And you almost have to do that lip smack before you say it. <laughs> You, you almost have to do that smack before you say it. But so this part of the podcast is called Tell Me Why. <laughs> so, Hope, tell me why. Uh, I'm like, I feel like all my tell me whys are naked. <laughs> uh, tell me why I had to pay the tax ban this week. And so one thing about self-employment is that you get taxed twice. And then if you sell a product, you get taxed three times, maybe even four times. I can count how many times I got taxed. Um, that's not to, f- we just inspired y'all to do this. <laughs> and now I'm like, you will be taxed four times. Um, it's still worth it. I'm not going to lie. I got, I got some money back. I got like $10 and I nearly clapped myself and did a little dance. So, yeah, but I'm going to need some money. <laughs> okay. So my tell me why is. You did not just do the little. We can edit that. Tell me why. I'm so excited about this podcast and that we are finally doing this and making it happen. And I mean, not to toot around horn, but I think we sound pretty good. So tell me why I'm excited about this Just Be podcast. It was in the making for um, a little while now, and it's finally happening. Happening. So yeah. Tell me why I love this podcast. (laughs) That's awesome. Thanks for that. listening to our show please leave a five-star rating and a positive review and don't forget to share us with your friends because you know at least one black woman entrepreneur and you know they're gonna love us so you can find us at justbeoak.com and on all the social media as justbeoak you can find us individually as at ftd collective at azteca negra and at rich and riot Awesome. And we would like to do a few thank yous. First, we'd like to thank United Roots and Green Eyed Media for our recording space and equipment. We'd also like to thank our beat makers, Brother Ajman and Vinnie Bells. And we'd like to thank y'all, our listeners. Y'all are so awesome. Gracias.
You can find all the info from today's show in our show notes. Just look below. And we will see y'all next week. Holla. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>